Greetings, my ethereal friends. This is the Akashic Knowledge Podcast, episode 15, with your host, Pleiades. And as you can see, I've been meditating recently, a good amount. I've actually become a Buddha now. On other news, I'm joined here, speaking on the healing vibrations of sound with my brother, Brad, from the band Annie in the Water. Can we get some noise from my brother, Brad? I'm going to put in some applause right over here. And then can you go ahead and introduce yourself, my sacred brother? Yeah, so my name is Brad Hester. Um, I play in a band called Annie in the Water. It's been since 2007 we've been playing. Um, I also do some solo stuff. And uh, you can find us at facebook.com slash Annie in the Water. AnnieInTheWater.com. That's A-N-N-I-E-I-N-T-H-E-W-A-T-E-R.com. Annie in the Water. Um, and on Spotify, YouTube, all this stuff. Uh, so I definitely feel like that's kind of, it's opened me up to a lot of different experiences traveling around and playing music. Like, you, Would you say the same when you like go to new places and play with new people? Oh, most certainly. I would have to accredit the traveling that I've done largely to the transformation that I have experienced within myself. Mm. Traveling, seeing like new environments, uh, like feeling different pockets of energy in different places. And feeling how energy interacts with its environment based upon certain factors of how it operates within the society that it's in so it's basically feeling how different energies act in accordance with where they are in the world um geologically um socially you know economically politically and just about in every single way that a civilization or a society operates is influenced upon its environment so seeing how the energy acts in different environments leads to an enhanced perspective. All right, I'm going to switch over to my, to my Derek instead of Buddha self now. Once I... I like how we get to travel through your heart. We're like zoomed in on your chest. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> ah, feels good to be in a flesh body, you know, being in an astral form, you know, it's very... It's good too, don't get me wrong, but I like my flesh puppet. But, but yeah, man, we're just hopping on here talking a little bit about sound vibrations and how they heal because, you know, as Brad was mentioning, he is a part of an extraordinary band, Annie in the Water, that, like he was saying, go to AnnieInTheWater.com. They're on, like, all streaming platforms. Definitely check out the music. It is some... Um, truly healing sound vibrations and i myself as well create healing sound vibrations with strong intentions and emotion fueled behind the vibrations that we put out it has a very potent opportunity to sink into one's being and um and allow for healing to take place and one of the first things I feel like we could start um, bouncing ideas and information off each other about is right before we started recording this, we were talking and Brad was about to 
already jumped down the rabbit hole about a recent experience. So if you want to go ahead, brother, and elaborate on what what was coming out, you know, for the people to receive, we can um, we could kind of start there and see where that lands us. Yeah, it was like, it was very much so in relation to how music can be healing. Um, and kind of like what I was saying earlier, like going into new, like new places, new people, mm -hmm. every, every place that you perform or you play, or you're like offering the music anywhere that you offer music, you're offering expression of yourself and the space is its own energetic signature when you walk in. So like you get to feel kind of like how it's going, you know, it kind of, you feed off of other people. So like it's, it depends on um, like our first ever shows we did as a duo as acoustic was like restaurant music lunchtime where we knew we were more supplemental to the experience that people were exp like being there to experience. So in essence, we were supporting their experience eating the food and like, you know, there's, there's been different places all over the place that we've played that have been like that. And then there's like the shows where it's a performance, where it's a stage and people are there for the music. So you don't have to worry about anything, but just like channeling that music. So it's like that in itself leads to this ability, uh, uh, this level of, of allowed expression so like depending on the environment and the purpose for why I am there to give my offering of, of the music, which is, you know, the vibration I'm putting out using tools or my voice, which is also kind of a tool that my body uses to express what I'm feeling and thinking. Um, it's just really unique to see the like, you know, healing music where it's meant to be customized to the person at which the energy is being um, uh, amplified for transmutation of anything that's stored. Like, I think when I finally understood what it was like to release something, if you if you will, was literally put at it that out first into the world. UHA event that you were there. Oh wow! Right? Like, it was I I had like release stuff, but there's there's things and like it was talking about like emotionally, right? like emotionally giving a release yeah, like during a performance. Yeah, exactly. So that I I actually was like starting to talk about like person personal things mm. holding on to like you know it's it's anything that we all experience we all have this stuff because it's a it's a part of being a human and and receiving emotions energy in motion so we receive and transmute emotions anytime we see any body or thing else with emotions we because each thing is like a each of us is like a song that's emitting our emotions our, our vibrations right so like it was actually allowing the music in of everybody in the room that was singing that my body was able to feel and release like and and it was you know my friend Sally bent down and she's like all you have to do is like allow like allow the sound in like allow and to me I had I had imagined that I was allowing the sound into every cell um, and then kind of being in the awareness that we all have these energy centers in our body that allow us to receive this energy and feel it and think about it and love it and like do something in the physical with that. It's just like really interesting that 
it came down to that sound and it came back to me like that. Um, and the release in music, release in shows, when you actually get to be yourself and you're, and you're expressing yourself to express yourself, that was another big lesson that, that came to me and it opened up a, a whole new world at the time was not playing to make some, like to specifically have my intention be, I'm going to make you happy. Cause like, what am I doing for myself? What does that say about what I'm putting out? You know, what, mm. you know, can you relate to that a little bit too? Absolutely. Absolutely. Really just being mindful about how it is that we are interweaving our intentions with the energy exchange that we're in, in that we're kind of inducing. You know, that's definitely very potent with music just because of how powerful, you know, music is like a vortex of energy, right? But that's also with really like anything, like, um, for example, like being within somebody's field, you know, being an empath, you could really feel somebody's feelings sometimes so potently to the point that you can understand somebody's thoughts based upon the context of their feelings. But that really goes into the context of your intentions. What exactly are you entering their field with the intentions of? Is it for nosiness and curiosity to kind of like understand them just to just for your own personal gain? Or are you intending to essentially uplift their frequency and give healing or high vibrations or positive intentions onto them in some way, shape, or form, and having that be your exclusive intention. That goes with really any type of anything, any any energy exchange. And when it's as potent as something like an, uh, a musical exchange with a lot of um, emotion and energy within it, it really brings the intentions to the forefront and allows you to be very conscious of your intentions with how you go about that energy exchange and um and and about that energy um release during the that emotional release during performances that's you know I've only experienced it myself as well a handful of times or so you know most of the times that I've been able to truly like emotionally get into the the feelings and story behind a lot of my music you know a lot of them have been at the united human alliance retreats at uha retreats all three of them honestly and obviously the source events that i do and a couple other shows i have had the honor of having a, a good amount of chunk of time because a big reason why i don't do it at all of them is because you know it takes time and I'm only given so much time for each set that depending upon where it is that I end up, you know, having a microphone in front of an audience. But um, I've had it a couple other times, but it is a very, very potent experience where the, the crowd or the people receiving the expression is feeling some form of recognition with the emotion that they're being expressed because kind of like you were saying everyone in some way shape or form recognizes emotion because just about everyone has been through some spectrum of every general emotion just because emotions are just waves you know and we all go through waves we all normally hit the same points 
in waves. Obviously, the intensity and things of that nature differ and are unique for everyone, but just about everyone can really, um, can tune into genuine emotion. And when you can infuse sound with emotion like that, that's when you even deeper allow people to connect with the sound, right? So when you're connecting with the song, you're connecting with the sound and the sound is a vibrational vortex. So when you emotionally are connected with the vibrational vortex, that means that you're kind of like in the flow for where manifestation can, be, can become very, not only possible, but accessible. When you're in a, you ever, you ever listen to like some really good music or go to a show and experience some really powerful tunes of whatever genre and you get like lit up with this energy, this inspired like type energy, you know what I'm saying? You're just all hyped up. You're all, yeah, you're amped up. You feel that energy. That's that manifesting creative energy. You know, like it could even be like a, a chill song. You know, it doesn't have to be like high tempo, nothing like that. It could just be like a chill song. But if that emotion is there, if that passion is there, that source, the right God, universe energy, that right tone, exactly. People are just going to yeah. enter that into that frequency, yeah. man. You know why I think that that's the case? Is why? Like um, and what I'm referring to as that being the case is the it not needing to be any sort of like intensity or loudness or quietness. It could, it could just be the sound that resonates with you that allows you to open up this the, like the next door of feeling. Mm. And like the really interesting thing that I think applies to that. And I think that's kind of like what it's it's something that I think resonated with me based off of what you said, basically. Um, and what I think really applies to that interestingly is that, um, so my friend, my friend Haley Jane said to me a couple of years ago that the timbre and the quality of the tone, like the sound is the soul and that the lyrics are the mind mm. of a piece of music. And I resonated with that so much because when you the lyrics are really like, what are you saying? And then the tone is like, what are you feeling? Not that they can't either both be the same thing or the other, not that, you know, because you can still say something with your tone and you can still, you can also still say something like, uh, you know, the other way around with, with lyrics, you could still, yeah. you know, feel something with lyrics, but kind of putting it in that perspective of like, you really get thoughts sparked by, what somebody might be saying verbally um but then the feeling the tone there could be a song completely without lyrics and then you have to kind of create your own meaning or figure out what it's saying with just just the sound and then what is the sound? what it's it's literally what's emanating from whatever tools that the creator is using like mm. me being the creator of like a, a song on guitar or a singing bowl or like you know, for example, like just just with this kalemba.
So like my body itself couldn't produce this tone, but I could use it to put something through and I knew I was gonna play. Right, so once you get in touch with like an instrument and then you get to understand you're listening for what you're playing and you're reacting for what you're playing instead of just like playing a song. There was a few years there right when I was starting out where I just remember like being in the space of like, I knew how to play the song, but I, I wasn't quite in tune with what exactly I was playing. So it kind of like, I didn't jump right to like being able to just play anything. And then when I mm -hmm. finally allowed that to click in, it was like paying literally physical attention to where I'm playing at on the neck, tied my body in with the instrument so much more where it then became just second nature. And I knew I was going to play like, and I knew that that's what I was going to do as I was doing it kind of thing. Or like I could sing exactly as I was playing. Um, and that's very healing in itself. Like being in tune with one of your songs, I'm sure like feeling music that you created, knowing that you are expressing, expressing yourself, right? Like, you're, you're pretty much in tune with that stuff i feel absolutely man when you can just like kind of have like especially once you create a song and you've just like ingrained the vibration of the song into your being you can summon it at will at any moment like any sound any lyric any feeling any whatever to just about all of my songs i can just kind of like get from the filing cabinet of my consciousness and just like put it in the record player of like my spirit and then I can just like instantly like become the song and just like you know sometimes I'll just be like doing whatever in my normal life and then like a whole like something will trigger a lyric from a song of mine or even a song that I'm very familiar with that I didn't necessarily create myself <coughs> in this body, but um, something that I'm just very familiar with sound-wise, it, it'll just like one lyric will be triggered and then like the whole song will start playing in my head from that point on. And then I'm just like listening to the song and just kind of like bumping to it. And it, it really is like a vortex. It really is like a vortex. And I very much relate with what you were saying about like when you're playing something and you just kind of like have within your, within your vibrational being, you just kind of know you're going to be like, like you just like kind of know it's, it's kind of like when you necessarily manifest and visualize, you're like, yo, this is what I'm manifesting. And it's what I'm visualizing. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I just know that I'm going to do it type of thing. And then you just kind of like jump into it and you have that within your being, you know, that you're able to produce sound, you know, that you can produce it with your voice. So you know that you could replicate it somehow with an extension of yourself, which is the instrument, essentially, you use the instrument become in resonance with the instrument so that it can become an extension of you, rather than it being outside of you and you're playing something outside of you you're becoming one with something and it's becoming an extension of you so you can fully express yourself with it just like you would any other part of your body that can produce sound, like your voice. 
So I really like that you brought that into um, the conversation that just like kind of like trusting, like, you know, I mean, I'm able to do this, like, and then you just kind of do it. It's the confidence. That's with, um, that's with everything. That's with everything. Just having the confidence and understanding and your ability to orchestrate something that also I feel like adds to the, um, the potency of the medicine, you know, there's a lot of different medicines and all of them have different potencies, so to speak. And a really potent in the terms of sound vibration, musical medicine is one that is confidently executed. You know, it's not somebody who has like, um, a, a, an extreme high caliber of skill or something necessarily. It's just truly someone being with the medicine that they're expressing and knowing that they got the medicine and knowing how to use that and like consciously be with that and be confident and channel willpower accordingly because confidence really brings a lot of willpower and um that's like the power of of the energy exchange so um mm. So yeah, definitely something that I want to hop into in terms of, you know, us talking about the potential healing power of sound, which um, definitely comes in good tangent with what you were saying before about allowing the sound to enter into your cells, essentially. And um, that is toning, you know, the potency and power of toning, essentially choosing specific frequencies to chant through your voice and fill up and reverberate your entire body to a specified tone that you've created one that's either a part of a scale that you're following or like we've been kind of talking about one that just feels good you know you're just letting your body freely express itself without needing to late without needing <laughs> to label what comes out and then that kind of allows for the expression of your soul vocally to just choose a tone and then you become it so i definitely want to get your thoughts and your perspectives on toning because yeah. you my friend oh. have some experience in that field definitely i was just thinking <clears throat> realizing the definition of the word toning to me what it means is just like you're being a tone yo it's just like you said so you're using your whole body you're just being a tone that's literally what it is in the best so, in the best wording yeah so if i'm putting let's go with the can you hear that all right yeah, we can.
And for those that are listening, I think that that sounds like a familiar instrument. It sounds a lot like a didgeridoo. Just showing that it's an extension of the voice. Hmm. Going to a high D now. Fit one more in there real quick, going up a little bit higher. I forget the guy's name, but there's a guy that that I was was mentioned in a TED talk that will go up to a glass and flick it so it can hear so he can hear what its resonant frequency is, and then if he focuses on that frequency, he can break it. Mm, so that's... like matching what it naturally is resonating at. Yeah, I mean it's like going up to a singing bowl and just going like. And then being able to hear like the resonance of it and then match that same resonance. And then with the case of a glass, you know, it's structural, it's structural integrity isn't, you know, as solid. I, I would, I would have to assume as that. And then once you match the frequency, you would be able to break it. That's pretty scientifically dope. Quite frankly. Interesting stuff. It truly yeah. is. It's right it's, there. Um, for those receiving that you know like all the all the everything that we could ever talk about was just was right there you know it was you fully fully experienced wait say that one more time brother the i was just i was just saying i feel like everyone has that voice too it's like when you when you do think about like you have like even let's take a step back to kindergarten when you got a, a whole group of kids singing like a farm song, have you ever noticed anybody being off, like really, but like badly off? Not really, right? Because kids are like, they're just like singing all together, right? And then we grow up and we have like these things get in our way of our lens. And like some people actually had some have some stories where they think they can't sing because one person in their life has said that to them. Yeah. Like... A lot of it is just like recognizing that the only reason why somebody seems really good at singing is because they've they've used their voice a sufficient amount to like remind your vocal cords what they're capable of. It's really what it is. Mm 
mm. you're able to, like you said, we're born being able to sing. You know, I, I, I truly feel like, I, I truly feel as well that there's no kid that really just can't like sing, especially in tangent with a whole bunch of other children. It's a lot of not using the voice in that way because of certain conditionings. I feel like quite frankly, like everyone in their truest being enjoys singing. You know, that might be a really bold statement, but like, I truly feel like the soul just enjoys singing. That's, that's just a, a belief of mine from what my intuition tells me. And that being said, when you kind of like, if a kid is just out in a Walmart or grocery store with their parent and they just start singing like, oh, 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 like just start absolutely expressing themselves. Nine times out of 10, the parent is going to be like, yo, could you like either turn it down or not do that at all? Come on, son or daughter, whatever. And, um, you know, that's the conditioning. And then people who come back to their voice and come back into that expression, then they'll kind of realize like, oh, I have a voice, you know, oh, look at me, I must have this talent, but that's really, our, they're coming back to their natural state. You know, like all of us have that talent. All of us have that capability because it's just our, our birth state. It's our natural state. And quite frankly, I feel like this is the case with a lot of, a lot of, a lot of different endeavors, namely of Dude, which we're speaking sure. on behalf of this one. Yeah. Yeah. Like basically anything in life has the same potential. If yep. you call it what it is, it's a, it's a thing that we can do and then it's things keep us from doing it unless we go wait no i can i can do this yeah because of a, an actual want not a motivation outside being like do this like an internal like an internal desire like yo i fucking love singing i want to yeah. fucking sing and i'm yeah. gonna sing like an internal want coming full circle is i want to relate it to in a way it's this eckhart tolle you know your purposes approach where he's presented that you have a primary purpose and a secondary purpose and what i understand from what i think he was expressing uh, to give me a chance to think about was that your primary purpose is to be wherever you are doing whatever you're doing with whoever you're doing it with. And your secondary purpose is goal oriented. What is this version of me meant to do here? And I'm, what am I going to work toward? So there's one that you're always succeeding at, no matter what you're doing, you're always 100% fulfilling your primary purpose mm -hmm. all the way secondary purpose things can take us things can put us astray you know things that happen you know like there's a different path toward that second purpose whereas then if if i relate that then back to performing is expressing myself to express myself and or expressing myself to impress somebody or to make somebody feel good or to make somebody 
I can always be 100% all the way successful at expressing myself to express myself. And no matter how well I express myself and how good I feel at how, you know, it's cool to set an intention to give somebody an opportunity to feel good or to dance around. Also, there's a comedian named Pete Holmes who he like kind of talks about like when he first started being a comedian, he's like, I need to go get laughs. I need to go get laughs. And then he changed it to give somebody an opportunity to laugh. Mm. And he said that that changed his whole perspective. So like, to but to relate that back to me expressing myself to express myself, there could always be somebody who isn't impressed or isn't, you know, isn't receptive and wasn't happy. So if I put my focus for me on expressing myself, then I can always feel like I've done that. And then outside of that, it's like a secondary expression is to relate it back to Eckhart Tolle's kind of approach. My secondary expression is I want to give somebody an opportunity to be happy and to dance. Then like, you know, at least there's that direction there, but it all still comes back to me. And then that could be the metric by which you define your success is, you know, cause success is defined so many different ways by so many people. What's the metric for me the metric would be, you know, looking at, did I express myself to express myself? Yes. Do I think I at least did a good job of giving somebody an opportunity to be happy? Then, then that's more or less in my control than, you know, my whole happiness being based off of whether or not somebody was happy for what I did or whatever. And, and I feel you know, like a lot of that came from experience. No, go ahead, brother. My bad. Oh, uh, there's one particular situation in, uh, that made me realize I was just playing at a show at like a gig and somebody was like looking at, looking at me weird. And I thought they weren't having a good time and it got in my head for a second. And I, you know, played through it because that's what you do. Set set break came and they, it was the first person that came up and was like, dude, I'm having like a great time. You guys sound awesome. This was like eight years ago, but like. That's how much it stuck with you. Also that like, it felt like they weren't having a good time because of what my thoughts were, but they were having a good time. So what, what does anywhere but in here matter um, toward how I should feel? Like, obviously everywhere matters because like that's the shared energy that we're, you know, giving off and receiving. And like that matters wholeheartedly to me, uh, every bit of the space that I enter um, when we're playing. And I definitely feel as if the the bridging of the paradox, so to speak, with that is like when you only really focus upon your internal world and, you know, like you said, kind of, if regardless of what you were, if you thought that they were not having a good time, but they actually were, you're like, what really matters outside other than inside at the end of the day? Because when you do dedicate that energy towards internally um following that guidance and being in touch with the internal world that's what paradoxically is going to then branch off into the outside world to what i feel like everyone and everything's highest alignment when you truly project that uh, that awareness and energy inward first it's going to then ripple out. So what you do best for yourself is going to be what you do best for everyone and everything else. When you truly look at it, 
although it might not always be as black and white as like that example right there. It might be a lot more challenging for, you know, certain situations to be met with that perspective. Like, um, for example, if somebody is coming um, up to you and kind of like wanting energy from you that you might not necessarily have to give at that exact moment or something like that. And you have to make that decision to um, go within yourself to then emanate what's best onto others, it might be a little bit more challenging in those situations. And that's a lot of what we're here to experience. And that's why a lot of people are being shown a lot of, um, a lot of patterns and things of this nature that are being shown to release. You know, these patterns aren't obstacles, they're opportunities to like truly act in alignment with the perspective that you claim to have having a perspective intellectually and you know mentally is nice but acting on it is what's going to truly bring um manifestations of those vibrations into your vortex essentially quite frankly i don't even remember what got me onto that tangent but i was just kind of rocking with it dude i have a lyric for that the difference Mm. between perception and character Rides on intention, sitting here with an open heart, focused on the art. And if the storm came, the river banks will disappear under swells of doubt. In the past, that's what I figured out. I love that man perception and character your character is what you're like you just said your intentions are your character as long as your actions match the Mm. intentions Yep. So you're saying your intentions match your character when this is is interesting. (laughs) This is a, a, I mean like a thought bubble for a second. How do you feel about it? Keep going. What was the original sentence that you said? The difference between perception and character rides on intention. So like this came from a situation of having, of knowing that there was gossip behind Mm. my back. That's exactly what I was thinking. Trying to figure out how I feel about it, given what I actually feel, what my intentions were. And then I just go, well, my character is fine because I know my intentions. And the perception of people based off of gossip is what it is. And that doesn't affect my character. So, and in the end, truth wins. Truth and pure song is what is most remembered because the energy signature of the true song of me having the intentions and feeling like I'm acting within those intentions. And it's always the most peaceful outcome as well. Because when you can truly have that awareness and like, say, a situation like that, where you know within your heart and your soul, their intentions were completely pure, 
But also, simultaneously, there's people gossiping, saying things that are, you know, about perception, you know, about um, really based off of people's perspectives without having the um, the full vantage point of truth that, you know, you really had behind your intentions. So being able to know that sovereignty within yourself, you don't even have to really waste any breath. Like, you know, being like, that's not me. That's, you know, like trying to like defend yourself. You could just like speak your truth. And then like, you know, it does, it does, it can be rough doing this sometimes, but this is what the human experience is. It's just speaking the truth and then trusting in that and not forcing anything down anyone's throat who chooses to go down the path of perceiving through perception, you know, of wanting to like live in that gossip mentality, trying to like, take someone who's like in that that perception that limited vantage point of you know of um the telephone game these types of like um thought forms and belief systems someone who wants to operate within that state of being for you to go up to them and be like this is the truth this that and the other it doesn't matter how pure you are sometimes if they're not in a state to receive it it's a brick wall so recognizing where that you know where that line is and not really wasting your breath because you feel that you need to prove anything to anyone because you don't have to prove anything to anyone because you know that your intentions are pure you know that like between you and the universe you're straight you know no matter what people say no matter what people think no matter what people feel you can always have, you can go to sleep at night just being like, yo, you know, universe, I know you know, you know, like we straight. And um, that's a really liberating feeling that I feel like a lot of people are eluded from because of their, um, their interwovenness with other people's thoughts about them. You know, people care about what other people think about them. It's a conditioning of like almost all people, you know, in the world, in the generation that we are speaking on behalf of, quite frankly. So being able to like watch that transition is um, very potent, very powerful. Mm. And yeah, I really like that you had that in a song lyric, man, because it's it, it really much is the judge of character. I completely agree with that. Like, you know, your character based upon your intentions rather than what people see you as it's like you know you can have a person walking down the street wearing rags and like just like hardly wearing any type of clothes with any brand name or whatever and people in society may view them as like a you know oh that person's like a bum that person's like a whatever just put all these types of labels of like disapprovement or disapproval on them or whatever that person might go on to change the world you know what i'm saying everyone might be like writing newspaper articles about them and things like that you know that's a is a very human example but that's just like you know to get the point across like going against perception is a very limited state of operation and being open to truly understanding truth people's truth and their sovereign intention 
behind things and your sovereign intention behind things operating from that vantage point. And when people in situations come up to you, rather than viewing things from the perspective of perception, looking for people's truth, looking to go beyond the distortion of the telephone game to like look at the root of something with someone or something and be open to receiving the truth. The intention is where you're going to, you know, receive the full, the full fruits of it. And the reflection of so many different truths existing simultaneously. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. And then it's like, well, how do you define truth? Well, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> I did want to I wanted to offer a song if you're willing to receive. Of course. Right. Of course. And we can actually like maybe observe the the tuning of the guitar as well. Just to make sure. I think what's a really interesting thing that was happening was one of the things that I was looking into is how the tuning forks, if you have two side by side and you ring one and you or you're only striking the one the other one will sympathetically receive the tone and vibrate with it Mm -hmm. i don't know if you can hear this i'm going to put the strings near the microphone but when i was talking to you my guitar strings on their own selves started to vibrate so it's like very 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 slight i don't know if you can hear it or not but it might be on this recording that i could turn up and send to you It's got like a tiny bit of like a harmonic resonance to it. But I can really hear clearly because I'm in Chris's closet. So Yeah, I was able to pick up on a little, little, little tone. Like it was like a higher pitched like tone that I was able to pick up on. Very, very small resonance. resonance. It was very subtle, but I don't know if it'll come up on the like recording recording for when I post this. Someone with a really good ear will probably be able to hear it. I might be able to tune it up. So this song was, uh, it's more one of those chill ones. And then again, like we were saying, like your, your environment can actually give you the answer or the hint to what people are Mm -hmm. willing to receive. So if I'm not like kind of doing like acoustic music, perfect vibe. If people are looking to like rage, like with a band, probably not the right vibe for that. But this right here. Yeah, so if you're willing, ready? Why is it that death we fear 
but we'll take our own lives Sometimes we'll take our own lives I wanna feel it all Cause it makes up my love As long as someone loves me Then that's enough for me to live Says, love is what we got, remember that And as long as I am here I'll hold this time in my pocket Oh, never to forget When I wake up and the sun is in my face I know I'm glad to be in this place I'm glad to be in this place Cause I wanna feel it all Cause it makes up my
We're all somebody, bro. <laughs> if we love ourselves, we always got a reason to move forward. Always got a reason to go. I think one of the coolest things that came from walking around in Chris's yard that I was just getting getting ready to tell you, and then we're like, wait, we'll save it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel I'm so glad I did because I couldn't wait to tell you this whole time. There's graves back there um, that they had some you know, local natives come in and pretty much confirm for them that there's multiple grave sites right along the water, and one of which is a medicine woman. And we just were out there before I came in here to start this with you, offering, you know, a porcupine needle, a hawk's feather, um, a big quartz crystal that um, Chris picked up today, a little fluoride crystal, and then we offered offered some toning and visually I feel like music creates vision visions in my mind um, and then we had some moments out there offering thanks and one of the things that we came to the realization of was that she was a medicine woman who offered opportunities for other people to laugh and dance and sing and to be a medicine person, you have to be in touch with your heart because that's the ultimate medicine. And I feel like in expressing music, I'm always there. Mm. Um, what was really interesting is Chris starts to go, and she had children, and just as he said children, Nico goes, Mom! From the porch, like back into the woods, literally in that moment. Wow. Like, after we were like knowing that people danced and sang with this woman, like music and you know, have you ever seen the thing with the, with like the hundred metronomes or whatever, you know, those like metronomes that are tabletop metronomes. Yeah. They say like this and you hit them and if you have a group of them, and what they're sitting on allows the vibrations to be transmitted. Then you can start them all at different times. And they'll all sync up and they'll find it. Yeah, I have. I do know about that. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's like that already there's like an interaction of sound. And then you have Dr. Joe Dispenza talking about the unified field at which we can tap into at any point. And I've definitely experienced this field myself firsthand. I feel like everyone has in some way, shape or form, and they just haven't been aware of it. It's just a matter of people's perspective and their sensitivity to it. Yeah. Yeah, but continue. For me, like music, as healing is when it's had the biggest impact for me is when it instantaneously I feel it here and then I feel it in everybody else as well mm. and when it's elated like that or if there's just a group of people that are there for the same vibe that can amplify that vibe you know different genres of music can supply these different things uh, for you and I feel like you get to 
just sit in the bed in the bath of vibration. So it's like, and then you have heart math as well that they've measured the heart outside its body. And then they've, they've offered this, these observe, these observable information that can lead you to the conclusion that when the heart is happy and moving in a positive direction, it's extended outside the body. And when it's in fear or, you know, doubt or shame, it is not like it does. It's not as strong. In mm-hmm. the field you can't measure it as far. What's that? You essentially can't measure it as far. You're saying, right. Once you're in a, right. once you're in a lower vibrating emotional state, it, your, yeah. your auric field from your heart isn't as far reaching as when you're in a positive feeling state, you're emitting a much stronger field. And that's, you know, that emotional state that we're experiencing is also being emanated so far as to, you know, observably, they can see it around like, you know, 30 feet from the body, things of this nature. But like, quite frankly, it's infinite. You know, it's light. It's like an infinite light that you are exposing. I mean, emanating onto the world. So if you're in a high vibrating state, you're vibrating this light out into the planets, you know, and that's that's out into the the stars, things of this nature. And that's being reflected back onto the earth because a lot of what we experience on the earth is a reflection of the energy from the stars. Astrologically, that's where a lot of like karma comes into like what karma even is, is like, you know, our experience of energy that is being reflected from the astrological celestial energies of our sky stars planets star systems things of that nature and that gets reflected onto the animal and plant life so we're affecting the galaxy at at large even beyond that we're like interstellar space and we're also in turn affecting life on earth all is a byproduct of our emotional state when we're in a high vibrating emotional state we're emanating that much energy out into the cosmos that's being reflected back onto the earth and affecting the earth and when we're not in that state we're not really sending that energy out very far at all because our field is very weak like you were saying from these studies and it's really cool i really love when the studies catch up to like the truth and you're able to like actually like um refer to science as it was originally intended to be like confirmation of deeper truths which is what science originally was before they took away the spiritual aspects like when science was actually science back in the days of alchemy and things of this nature where they took the metaphysical phenomenon into account and they put those into the equation but when they stripped the physical world of all of when they fixed when they stripped reality of the metaphysical or the spiritual phenomenon and made science just about the physical that's when they strayed away from the truth but now it's coming full circle as i'm sure you're aware with things quantum physics subatomic physics they're they're seeing things very very strange like the um you know quantum entanglement um quantum superposition the the wave particle duality things of this nature they have no choice but to understand that reality is more than just matter 
And this is where science is starting to be really cool. It's really cool that we can casually talk about, you know, yeah. legitimate studies such as this that confirm deeper truths. But go ahead. Definitely. I was going to say there's two things that actually branch off of that, too, is uh, basically another thing that hard math. Uh, has has shown and you can like you can go to heartmath.org heartmath is one word heart h-e-r-t math m-a-t-h dot org and then there's there's a lot of information that they have there they've been doing it for over two decades so Mm. that's like really exciting that that's been going on um but one of the things that has come into my awareness because of what i've learned from them is that when we are in that elated state and we know our heart is extended further, then that almost is your, um, like your intentions, your energy signature of your intentions extend outside of your body. That's kind of my understanding of it. But because they've shown that we've influenced plants and other people just by being in their space. Mm. Um, dude, and that is what I wish I, I is what I wish I looked up was there was a study. I can't remember the guy's name. I can't think about, I can't remember exactly what it was, but he was going to set this plant on fire to, to study what vibrations came off of it. And when he walked in the room and he like was kind of doing his stuff and he goes, all right, well, it's time to start just by him thinking about setting it on fire. It started to go crazy. Like when, mm-hmm. he, when the plant knew that that's what it was doing, that that's what was going to happen. And I can't remember where I found this information. So I would have to go look it up and, and send it to you or something. Yeah, what you can do is send it to me and I could put it in the description of this on YouTube, which is where most people are probably going to receive this. And also, um, I think on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that other stuff, I, could, I think I could put it in the description as well. So just, yeah, send me the link to those things. Yeah, but no, that's some true stuff. That's some true stuff. Plants are able to pick up on your intentions and your emotions. If you're like, yo, I'm about to burn this plant, the plant's like, bitch, you about to do what? Like, you know, it's going to get all scared. Like, it's... <laughs> the plant wave, I, I did order one, and I think it's like, I think I'm supposed to receive it like in the next month. I ordered it like six months ago, and plant the wave what? came out with a new product, and it's... uh. You said plant wave? Your phone, plant wave. Yeah, so it's these it's these electrodes that you can put on anything like living. Plants. Oh, wow. So it's like you put these two electrodes on a plant and then it's sending an electrical signal that then their app is like a, it's like a music studio that will use the plant's vibration to create music through the um, software that they have. So it's like you can get the tones from the actual plant, like into your, like into your recording stuff. So like, best believe we're gonna work on a song that's got that in. <laughs> Bro, like, you you just actually blew my shit. Like, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, that's so plant. crazy powerful. If let me see if I can get the website or uh, the proper website. Bro, I'm ready to sample that. I'm ready to make a beat with that. I'm ready to create a whole <laughs> orchestra of plant frequencies. We can just go into a garden with electrodes and have a ball, bro. <laughs> plant wave. So get uh, plantwave.com. Yeah, yeah, it's you know it's pretty. W A B E dot com. 
Yep, plantwave.com. Pretty simple to remember. Pretty sure anyone could just look it right up. That's very powerful. I'm really glad you shared that, not just with me, but with everyone, you know, receiving this podcast transmission. Now everyone could be, you know, this is where technology is going, y'all, you know, and this is just what's public. You know, all the, all the, a lot's coming out. A lot's coming out. There's a lot out there to come out. And now, you know, it's happening at a quicker and quicker rate. So that's pretty extraordinary. Yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful about all of that. Uh, to understand, you know, like, just like we were saying with instruments as being when you can recognize the unity within yourself and the instrument, you can see and experience the instrument as an extension of yourself, right? That's essentially what we can recognize technology as, as well. But however, it is also a, a detached relationship when you're truly at, at one with the interaction. So like, for example, you're not attached to an instrument when you're using it as an, as an um, extension of you. Likewise, it wouldn't make very much sense to, or end very well, to be attached to a technological um, extension of yourself. But like, for example, like cell phones, being able to even call someone, that's really just an extension of our telepathy. I mean, hello, telecommunication, telephone, telepathy. It's in the, it's in the name, you know, like the, these are all the the telecommunication through cell phones is essentially like guiding us towards what it's like to have telepathy eventually you just take out the middleman you're just like yo brad coming over at six you know and then you could just kind of like send it out and then you're just walking by you're like oh yeah yeah i'll be there you know i'll probably be there around 6 15 but i'll be there and i'm like all right message received you know, it's been an actual practice lately, too, because of so <clears throat> many natural telepathic situations. Mm. It's just like trying to like. So, for example, let's just try it right now. Mm. Oh, I got caught in the laugh. feeling like a blue blue i was feeling blue yeah so there's a couple different ways that i communicated that one was i got really close to the lens my eyes are blue Mm mm-hmm I was thinking about the ocean. I was thinking about water. I was thinking about the sky. You know, what's really funny was like how that actually like, like word for word, what my experience was with that just now was that <laughs> at, at first, you know, I, to be honest, I was, I saw you got up close and then you made me laugh. And then like, you know, cause I wasn't expecting that. And then like, I just closed my eyes and went within to feel it. And then at first, I was feeling like purple, but I, that's just normally when I go within, I normally do third eye gazing. Like, you know, I vibrate around that 
I see that a lot. So like, I realized that like what I was seeing was probably like not what you were sending. So then like, I started to just kind of like see the purple fade. And then I was just kind of like in this still point. And then all of a sudden I just like felt like a blue, you know, my eyes are closed <laughs> and everything just like burst out. And I was just like, yeah, it's blue. Like, you know, that, that happens a good amount of times in terms of like it's auras really and awesome stuff like yeah. it's powerful man it's powerful i really I, there's no words for it i did everyone watching this have someone like if you got a friend or a family member or a homie whatever that is open to stuff like this like you are <laughs> yo just be like yo you're trying to try some telepathy what, what's the What's the worst thing that happens? Y'all get a good laugh out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no judgment. There's just telepathy practice. Tele exactly. Just full on accountability tra practice. You have to just, you have to believe you can do it. That's all it is. You have to just believe it. You have to believe that this is something that's not hard to do. It's our natural ability. It's our natural ability. It's unnatural that we're not doing it all the time. When you truly understand that, you know. Yeah, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, 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 what do they say about that that little train? When I was like a very, very young child, there was the little train that could, or something like that. The little and the little blue engine that could is basically like when he told himself he, he <coughs> when he told himself he couldn't go up something, he was going up a hill or something like that. It was like really hard for him. When he told himself he couldn't, he couldn't. But when he told himself he could, he could, and he did. And it's mm -hmm. that simple. Yeah. <laughs> the little train that could. Dude, yeah. <laughs> the, the reason why we like started practicing that was because so many things, like unfakeable things were happening. Where me and a lot of my close chosen family or my friends we'd be saying the same thing at the same time or like thinking, or just like you were like, yeah, I'm going to give him a call real quick. And then I buzzed right in before you called me Bruh. or like, just, man, just so inexplicable the amount of things that have been happening. When you experience it, it's not like it's, it's just becomes, okay. All right. This is just, a, this is just an element of human experience now is really what you come to terms with. Like, this is just what life now has accessible within it is these types of experiences. And just like if you get a new cell phone or something like that, you're like, holy shit, this is a feature. This is so cool. You know what I'm saying? Like this, your life got an upgrade instead of your phone getting an update. <laughs> exactly, yo. There's some features to this life. Yo, that's, that's an understatement. Oh, I dropped my crystal right into my singing bowl. Wow. Can you hear it? I oh, I still hear it reverberating. It was just creating a sacred <laughs> tone. Whew. Man. I think that was that was the the crystal tone to talk about music again. Mm. Oh mm. the catch was we were talking about music the whole time. Absolutely. Everything that we're talking about pertains to sound vibrations and healing with music. Yeah, because thoughts are, are waves, right? Thoughts are vibrations. 
thoughts or vibrations. So they're putting out there. It's just a song that we can't necessarily hear. I don't know if this is true for anybody else, but like, you know, when you turn on like an old TV and like you get that electric that comes into the room, it's like really, really, the, the really, staticky, really static. Mm-hmm. I know exactly I what you're talking about. My own of like my own existence. It's just always just like this. It's like just a presence. It's not mm. loud or annoying or painful or anything. It's just, it's what I exist at. I feel like I can actually hear. And it's been like the more, I don't know. It's just to me, it's more like evidence that I'm quite literally like a song. Bro, you know what's really wild about you mentioning that's like that specifically was that when I was, ever since I was an ex, I was probably like five or something ever since like I knew what a TV was or maybe like four or something like you know like ever since what I when I understood what a TV was you know like those big box before the plasma and flat screens and stuff like the big box TV with the static when you turn it on and stuff like um it doesn't matter where I would be at random moments where there's no TV I'd be walking down the street I would be like sometimes in a building, sometimes in a building where there were TV, but there weren't TVs being turned on or in a building without TVs or whatever, or sometimes just in nature, sometimes in a car ride, don't matter. I'd be like anywhere. And then all of a sudden, randomly, I would hear what I thought to be and really feel rather than hear, but also hear a TV turning on, but there would be no TV around. I would always hear it. And then I'd be like, it's that again, like I, I wouldn't tell anyone. I wouldn't like tell my, like my parent or whoever I was around. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would want to find the TV to tell them. Cause I know that they would just be like, I don't hear it or whatever. I was like always looking for it, but I definitely feel as if that was us hearing our true nature and just like tuning into that frequency like you said, it's not like an annoyance. It's just kind of like a, a tunnel of vibration that you can align with or not. And it's huh, some trippy stuff, man. It's some trippy stuff, man. We're all, we, we literally are beings of vibration. And that, that's one of the main reasons why sound vibration is so powerful or just any vibration period is so powerful is because everything is vibration reverberating reverberating oscillating waves is really all anything is at different tempos different times and things of this nature so when you align with certain sound vibrations like that which brad is about to bless us with right now you become this sound vibration and you alter your state of being because you are vibration vibration which is sound is you in one of your purest forms so it directly influences your state of being because it is what we are and yo there's only so much words can do experience is probably the best way to do it so mm-hmm So if I go slower and lighter, 
you can actually feel the sound waves being longer. And if I speed up and increase my friction, Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Thank you. The dynamics that we experience from a full expression of sound allows us to experience the stillness within both polarities. And experiencing the lower spectrum and then the higher spectrums of the dynamics allows us to find a balance between both that we then ride 
like a binaural beat. Brother, I feel as if all of the lessons to be taught about sound vibrations are within what you just shared with us and within entrancing yourself with sound. And the words are fun to dance with. The words are fun to dance with, but at the end of the day, experiencing sound for yourself, receiving it, and also expressing it, hearing somebody else sharing sound and also sharing sound yourself, and also, <clears throat> and also both of them, when you are able to receive sound while also giving sound, such as when you're in a group or even with at least one other person or something of this nature. So that is definitely one of the things that I'm being guided towards encouraging anyone and anyone who's receptive and feeling in resonation with the call to allow sound unregistered, unlabeled, unidentifiable sound to flow through you and not necessarily putting any descriptions on it, not necessarily needing a description or um, a definition to the words that are coming out, or if any words even are coming out, just allowing sounds to come out. That's one of the ways that I feel as if we can understand sound the deepest and receive the deepest benefits from it and the deepest wisdom and healing from it is by just being it. You know, like Brad said from the beginning, being tones. Instant opportunity for us to fulfill those words right there. On the count of three, make the weirdest noise that comes to your mind. Mm. One, two, three. It sounded like a... Like like I was like ringing something out and like you were like throwing up. Like you were... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you were ringing out throw up that that's, a, that's, a, that's an amazing that sentence that came from that yo actually mm-hmm. it, m- music yeah music to me is sound in time that's anyway, that, that's anyhow, that's what music is that's time. the best definition of it sound and time yeah time is like the it with a rhythm and then you have a beat yeah, because the sound, the raw sound itself is like the feminine flow. And then the time is like the masculine structure behind it. So music is really like, you know, the structure and the flow. That's all it is. It's like, it's just flow that has some type of like time, which is masculine, mental, like having some type of structure to it. But the f- the music is the balance between both. If you just have structure, that's not really grooving, you know, that's just a metronome. But if you have just flow, you know, that's also like, you know, not completely grooving because it's like, it it has more that could be built upon it. You know what I mean? So like both of them are good on their own, but they find their fullest potential expression in harmony with one another when you're able to balance the structure of time with the flow of sound so my brother 
Thank you. Ineffably, ineffably, ineffably. Thank you for your time and your energy and your love and your words and your presence and your beingness for sharing your gifts with the world, for sharing your presence. It is truly, truly, truly received so deeply. And I know that I'm grateful and I feel deeply that I can speak on behalf of many, if not all of those watching as well that are ineffably grateful that you hopped on here today to share your gift of expression with us all mm, and to you, inspire the light within all of us. Mm, I'll do whatever it takes to anchor it. Oof, absolutely. Whatever it takes, brother, mm. whatever it takes, you already know that's what we're here to do. That's the mission. And we don't accept failure. Failure isn't even in the timeline that we are looking at. It's not, it's not a question. I know that all I have to do is express myself to express myself. Mm, exactly. Like you were saying, it's that, that primary intention, that primary intention. I'm expressing myself to express myself. And then after that, you know, people get healed and are benefited from it. But at the end of the day, all we're really focused on is doing what we do for us. And then as a byproduct, it emanates onto helping and uplifting others. Yes. Mm. Potent, brother. Potent. Thank you so much for this episode, my friend. You got any parting words for the people? Mm. Every feeling that we have within the body is just us listening. It comes from us listening. Because we can listen with our eyes, we can listen with our touch, we can listen with our ability to hear music, and we can listen to ourselves. This is a feeling world and embrace the feeling and listen to what the song is that's caused by the feeling. And feel guided. Mm. And then sing your songs. Hmm. caringly and listen to other people's songs because we can't just sing our song all the time we gotta listen to other people's songs because we might be able to learn something from their songs how to make our song a little bit brighter <sighs> bass my friend Drege Andre Rodak said to me one time that the space between the lyrics can be just as powerful as the lyrics themselves. They both give each other meaning yep. and importance. It's the space between the lyrics that give the lyrics importance. And likewise, it's the lyrics that give the space between them the importance. They are codependent upon one another. And they need one another to thrive and exist 
and to even have an existence to be defined is to be compared by one another. It's a potent perspective. It's a potent perspective, brother. Thank you for those parting words. I'm not even going to, I'm just going to let them sink in. It's going to let them sink in with myself, with everyone receiving. Thank you all for joining us on this incredible journey through sound, through flow, through intellect, through spirit, through heart, through vibration, through source. We are here flowing in the states of consciousness <laughs> that our future generations will know as their natural state of being. Thank you, my brother, for being with us once again. Thank you all for joining us upon this journey. And may Source be with you all. I love you, man. I love you too, man. I love you too, brother. Talk soon. <laughs>